90 for Chill, the podcast, proudly presents to you Ali's Accessories Shop on Etsy's Trash Feature Review. Nobody believed in Johnny Handsome. I know who you are and I know what you are. Nothing but a cheap crook. Until a miracle changed his life. I will give you a new face and a chance at a new life. Now it's time for Johnny to believe in himself. Why don't you give me a little hint, baby? Help me remember who you are. You got a shot at a better life. You can't just throw that away. Johnny Handsome, rated R. And I've just concluded watching uh, Johnny Handsome from 1989, directed by Walter Hill, and quite the cast for that year. This film's about Mickey Rourke, who is a... I guess you'd say crack baby who grew up with facial disfigurements, which ironically the prosthetics prosthetics pretty much look like, well, basically he gets plastic surgery to go while he's in prison to go and hunt down the people who put him in there and killed his best friend. As I say, he turns out to be Johnny Handsome. Ironically, he was always called Johnny Handsome because of ironic, you know, they definitely wasn't. Basically, the disfigured Mickey Rourke in this movie is what Mickey Rourke looks like today. Not the pretty boy who I think just had more hair, which kept Bruce Willis out of a lot of jobs. Now, the cast is strong. Ellen Barkin, Morgan Freeman. Freeman's phoning it in as the questionable cop. Good guy in the end, but... Sorry to spoil that. I'm just doing that, so don't expect wanted from him. No, shoot this. As for the rest of the cast, it's pretty strong. It is a good feature. Um, Ellen Barkin delivers a good slutty performance. Uh, Forrest Whitaker is the plastic surgeon and very likable characters at that. And you almost feel bad for everybody that it's a revenge plot in the end. And that's how you're supposed to feel. So it nails everything it wants to do. I just can't really say it's got a lot of rewatch value. I don't think the two thumbs up, a powerhouse ending, I'd like to see it again. Not really. Oddly enough, though, it could be a weird sequel to Angel Heart. Now, this was, if this was on screen picks or epics or whatever free cable movie package I have... Yeah, I could see it as background noise, so it's not bad, except the DVD that I picked up was not subtitled, said closed caption, come on, who can really figure that out on their TV? Without those, the prosthetics on Mickey Rourke uh, make him unintelligible. I mean, ironic in so many ways. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. And thank you for stumbling upon 90 for Chill, the podcast. This is your host, Cool Movies Darth, is the handle that I'm trying to get over. Thanks again to Christopher Hardwick for helping me out with that, with the ID10T podcast. Listen to the Stanley Tucci episode to get all those details. But my guest would call me Russ Stevens. But this week I don't have a guest, so let me try to keep that name in the back of my mind. Otherwise, if you want to follow what I'm li- watching, you can go to letterbox.com, and my username is CM Darth. This week, as I said, I don't have a guest. Um, there was a little confusion, I guess, with uh, 
me going for the national shutdown Facebook day and not activating my account till today again. Needless to say, I missed an opportunity to talk to a many-time guest who's always got an interesting personality. Otherwise, I get a lot of likes when I send out these tweets, you know, asking for people to come on the show, but nobody's actually stepping up. So please, 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 this show is difficult to work without a guest. And I've had enough difficulty this week. I nearly lost my vehicle after a control arm broke on one of the wheels, and that's stuck in Bloomington. And that was because I was trying to catch a promotional code for Pokemon Shield. Yeah, if that's the weirdest story, well, no, it's not the weirdest story. I can talk about basically trying to reassemble money that went through a dog's digestive trap. Yep, all the weird stuff happens when your manager's on vacation, doesn't it? I was a little exhausted on Saturday anyhow, so when I found out, oh, there's people who want to be on the show, it's like, well, that's way too late anyhow. My answer was, you know what, I have an old episode that I haven't put out yet because I wanted to go on a 10-minute rant about why you should kill your dogs in movies, but I figured I gotta give that one some context, so I went and watched Resident Evil Extinction, the Resident Evil feature that made the video game draft on screen drafts. Not my favorite particularly, and I think I figured out a lot about it, Russell McKay and his directorial style, or lack thereof and i'm just lost in general because i failed to realize that that new resident evil feature resident evil welcome to raccoon city comes out next week so it's only appropriate to hold that episode over till next week so i really want to go and wrap this up because i want to go and uh display the features that i have watched but their reviews part of the alley accessory shop on etsy's trash feature reviews kind of get buried so you know if you don't put it at the beginning i don't know if you necessarily listen to it so i'm giving these these are some good ones a chance i might try to drop a remastered episode with andrew td for ghostbuster afterlife's release i thought that was next week so again i'm lost in so many ways and If anything, that tells you I need somebody to guide me. So if you want to be a guest on 90 for Chill, the podcast, please follow me on Twitter at CatBusRuss. That's at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S. You can DM me there or you can send an email to RussTheBus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to talk about any kind of sub 100-minute movie with you. There might be stuff I need to discover. There might be stuff that I need to put in its place. All I need is a theme, a film, just a film. Seems to work pretty nicely. I'll give you that. An actor or a director. And I think we'll have some podcast gold. Just need at least 40 minutes on Zoom with you. Again, at CatBusRuss, RussTheBus07 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Now let's just get back to... I don't know. I was trying to think. Is it secondhand feature review this chance? You know, if you got a different name for it, Allie, if you want to hit me up with that, I'll be happy to uh, see what we can do. Thanks again for coming to 90 for Chill the Podcast, and enjoy the rest of the show. Long ago, the Holy War destroyed a nation. Now, the past will meet the future, and only one man can stop the destruction. The Holy Scripture 
for an obscure Middle Eastern sect. It is quite valuable to members of the order. What can I say that you have an exciting life? When the holy manuscript disappears. Father was the last one to leave the building. Now this morning, nobody seems to know where he is. Where are you? Israel. Israel. And the leader of the order is murdered. Visiting Israel and business or pleasure? Pleasure, always. A son must face the deepest deception of all. They have no record of your father entering the country. That's impossible. Because the map leads to something even more valuable. I have just completed watching The Order, a Van Damme movie from 2001 with his traditional writing partner, Sheldon Lettich, as the director. I guess you'd say the same combination that gave us Lionheart, one of my favorite Van Damme movies. But this just doesn't have the charm of that. It does have Brian Thompson as well. And it's better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation when you're looking for Brian Thompson movies. It's just an attempt to make Van Damme our new Indiana Jones. And I guess if this was made a couple years earlier, perhaps they could have succeeded with that. It's really a PG-13 affair, rated R. Maybe the MPAA was trying to prevent a new trilogy from occurring. But, you know, if we have the Fast and Furious series, then I guess they really shouldn't have any business in telling us what's too stupid to continue moving on. And this also gives us John claude Van Damme as a Christ-like figure for a few minutes. As I say, it's his script as well. It's basically Jean-Claude Van Damme's father's been kidnapped, who's researching a final book of a religion that encompasses Islam, Judaism, and Christianity from those who found the hypocrisy of the Crusades to be unbearable. There's nothing really exciting. Well, Van Damme's like Chuck Norris in this, or Bruce Lee. He's just unbeatable. He doesn't really have anybody to act off of, which is really um, sad when you have the cast with Charlton Heston, Ben Cross, Sophia Miles, or Milos, pardon me. It's not worth anybody's time, but it's not painful at all. Hello there. Thank you for sticking around, and I just got a few things to add before we conclude this with a Bill Paxton movie. And that is, I got to first thank uh, my best friend, Stacia Hardin, uh, for being my inspiration on continuing doing this podcast. Just think of her, and she keeps me going, and I know that's the same probably for everyone um, whose life she's touched. And also, just the obligatory, you know what, uh, give us those five-star reviews on those podcast apps. If you want to trash the podcast, I can take it. Just do it directly on Catbus, at Catbus Russ, just so the algorithm doesn't get screwed up. Thanks for that consideration, and back to the show. We received a distress signal from Colony 5. I think they're worth checking up on. What happened here? On April 12th, go, go! the only rule they slaughtered everybody is the hunger. Just drove them mad. Is survive. You're gonna need every bullet. The Colony in theaters April 12th. So I've just concluded watching The Colony. It's from 2013, starring Kevin Zeggers as your primary, but. Featuring Bill Faxton and Lawrence Fishburne. Two people killed by predators. 
And despite everybody saying, oh, Bill Paxton, the only man to have been killed by an alien, a predator, and a Terminator, we don't necessarily know if the Terminator killed him. He only asked him for his clothes. I mean, the guy on the pool table in T2 seemed to walk away. This feature, honestly, is a good background noise. And I can't really say the plot's too bad. It's about trying to survive a new ice age, trying to help out whoever you can. As it turns out, though, you know, some people just resort to cannibalism faster than others. What I'm saying is that it's kind of a issue that there just might be too much being done in this feature for 90 minutes. Honestly, it definitely doesn't have the means or budget to do more than 90 minutes. The explosions, CG, they just should be outlawed. I'm sorry. Acting's okay. Uh, Bill Paxton doesn't get enough to do. Lawrence Fishburne deserves more credit than he gets in the billing as i say it's just kind of forgettable just because there's it just doesn't do everything enough right and unique i suppose not not a waste of time as i say it could have focused more on the initial survivalism of just trying to find seeds and unfrozen land and skip the cannibalism i think you had a story there but great uh, antagonist's deaths and uh, good background noise not uh not gonna disappoint you too much at least uh just you just know going into it the colony is not high art can i hear a wahoo